Welcome back to another episode of the Survival Fitness Plan. We cover what you need in order to survive and go through the best methods of fitness training so you can escape any dangerous situation. Subscribe to the channel now and enable notifications so you never miss out on any of our latest episodes as soon as they're uploaded. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Survival Fitness Plan Daily Rant. I'm your host, Sam Fury, and uh, drove to Atlanta today. I didn't drive. I didn't even have to go, to be fair. <laughs> the guy drove The guy drove back uh, to pick up, to swap out a car for the boss of the camp. It's a wasted day, I guess, but it was okay. It was nice to go out for a drive and talk. Um, I didn't get home until late, so I missed the bike ride I wanted to go on, which is a shame. Could have tested out my new gloves. And it was a nice day when I got home as well. Like when I got back, they would have been riding already. So by the time I got out there, they would have been helping. They probably would be finishing right about now, actually. Um, but since it was raining all day yesterday, I ended up just going for a swim instead. So I do that quite a lot. And I tested out, like, I mean, the last couple of days, I've been testing out my new uh, workout regime, the morning one. So what's happening now is I'm doing, like, morning is compressed. It's, like, hard. I do... Uh, like interval training, either running or uh, boxing or something like that, right? And it's not for technique, it's just like, it's for fitness. So I do that, I think it's uh, it's about 10 minutes of that, 10 or 15 minutes of interval training. So like hard, like run for 10 seconds flat and then jog for 20 seconds and run for 10, do that like 10 times, right? And then straight after that, I do core exercises for about, about five minutes. So there's about 10 core exercises and it's 30 seconds each. So it ends up only being about, and then after that, I do, uh, so that that's the actual exercise part, and that's only about 15 minutes of exercise, but it's it's high intensity, right? And then uh, and then I stretch for about 10 to 15 minutes, um, and then do yoga nidra for, uh, meditate for like 10 minutes. So the whole thing, it's like 45 minutes in the morning, right? Something like that. So I give myself an hour because you wake up, and I, and I do it first thing when I wake up, and then I, you know, Sometimes you hit the snooze button, whatever. <laughs> I didn't wake up at like six. Usually I don't have to wear, wear use an alarm. Usually I wake up pre-dawn or dawn, or at least at dawn. But because the days are getting shorter now, if I woke up at dawn, it's already like six thirty, seven o'clock. It's not enough time for me to get ready. I start work here at eight. When I when I'm not at the camp and I'm just working on my own stuff, it's different because I just do whatever I want for the day. But I like camp, so in trade, I give them work so I can just live here. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else was I going to say about that? Anyway, so that's what I did for that. Uh, there was other things I wanted to say, but I can't remember what it is. Let's just get on to today's episode. Oh, yeah, so anyway, one more thing. So when I was out doing the car thing, right, and they're like, oh, go grab some lunch, because uh, I went to Atlanta, it's about three and a half hours from where I am, so we drive there in the morning. And we go get lunch, and the guy's like, do you eat steak? I'm a vegetarian, but I didn't want to say no to the guy. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I eat steak. So I got a ribeye steak, uh, 6 ounces or 12 ounces of ribeye steak, and a salad and uh, chips. It's the first time I've eaten steak in like a decade. Like seriously, like I haven't been a vegetarian, like a full proper vegetarian for a while. I'm still not a proper vegetarian. I'm eating steak and sometimes eating whatever, you know. I'm a flexitarian, flexitarian maybe, is that what they call it? Or a social, I made up social omnivore. 
the social omnivore today. That's what I think I am. So basically, I'm a vegetarian if I take care of myself. But if someone's going to give me, like if I go to your house and you offer me like a roast chicken, I'm not going to say no, right? I'm going to eat it. And like sometimes if they, if I'm with a group of people and they go out to eat and there's nothing else but vegetarian, there's no vegetarian food, then I'm going to eat meat, right? Like today, I went to a steakhouse. There's no vegetarian option. I could have just ordered a salad, but I'm not going to just order a salad. So I had a, a steak, and it was delicious. Oh, no, actually, they put way too much salt on it. Um, but other than that, it was delicious just because I love, I like the taste of meat. I just don't eat, like eating it for health and societal issue, environmental reasons. Anyway, that doesn't matter. That's a whole different subject. Let's get on to today's subject. The most effective martial art for self-defense. Usually I say, uh, here's a bunch of good martial arts self-defense. Today I'm going to pinpoint one, right? So I'm going to go over a few um, that I think are pretty good, and then I'm going to reveal the one that I think is best. And I'll tell you a little bit why, maybe. Or in a future episode, I'll go deep into why I think it's the best. Okay, so the first one is from the godfather of martial arts, Bruce Lee, Jeet Kune Do, which is, to be fair, one of the first mixed martial arts ever invented, right? And it's very good for self-defense. And it's got fitness involved in well. So this is, um, Jeet Kune Do is one of the ones that I would say, if I was to pick three, right? Jeet Kune Do would be very high on it, be in the top three for sure, if not number one. Um, yeah, it's very good for self-defense because, um, but it wasn't completed. Um, so there's no like, uh, I guess you could use, like it does show a little bit of like, uh, defense against weapons and stuff like that, right? Um, but the problem with it is it's not very widespread. Like, if I was to look up in the town that I'm in right now, Jeet Kune Do classes, I doubt there is one, right? Even in uh, even in bigger cities, there isn't one. You see, like, like, there's lots in Seattle, <laughs> but, but there's not in, like, a lot of places you can't find Jeet Kune Do classes, right? Um, yeah. The second one is Krav Maga. And I think that's pretty popular, right? You can find that in most places, and it's uh, the Israeli uh, military martial art. But I think the issue with that is is that it's made for the for military, right? So there's a lot of things that you're not really you're practicing stuff that you don't really use. And I don't really know how much fitness is involved. I don't think there's much fitness involved. It's like pure self defense, right? Um, so, but you learn like highly effective techniques that the that the uh, the military uses, but they might be too effective is the problem. So it's like a life and death situation. Yeah, you're going to use these techniques, and uh, but you could seriously hurt someone, and that could that could impede you, your freedom if you get pulled over by the cops. All right, and the last one, this is the one that I'm going to call out as the best martial art to learn for self-defense, is MMA, mixed martial arts, modern mixed martial arts, right? And technically, and I'll tell you why, people are going to be like, ah, no, it's not, it's not realistic. Like there's no, there's no, uh, you don't learn how to disarm weaponry in mixed martial arts, right? And uh, you go to the ground too much, you damage your knees, you go to the ground too much, right? You have to adapt it. And right, technically mixed martial arts could be any martial arts just mixed in. Like uh, that chick, she did uh, judo was her background, right? And she was really good at mixed martial arts. But uh, in general, mixed martial arts is, is like a lot of Brazilian jiu-jitsu mixed in with Muay Thai. Muay Thai is probably, if you're going to, is I would say one of the better martial arts for self-defense by far. It's just the strike, just because it's just pure striking, right? Um, but the one down, and it's like very a lot of fitness. The one downfall it has is that there is no ground aspect whatsoever. So if you are taking the ground, what the hell are you gonna do, right? You don't know how to fight on the ground. But chances are, if you're good at muay thai, you're not going to go to ground. You're gonna kick the 
crap out of people standing up, right? So Muay Thai is really good. But so MMA has Muay Thai in it. Well, it should, well, most people that practice MMA use Muay Thai. And then it's got Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is one of, one of the best ground fighting martial arts there is. Um, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu also has some self-defense capabilities in it. If you ever look at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, not that I would use them, right? I would prefer to just to hit the guy rather than try to get out of stuff. Um, the good thing about MMA is that it's very widespread. Uh, you can find MMA all over the world, and even in obscure places, you can find MMA club, or at least Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu club, and then stand up fighting. And because it's mixed martial arts, there's no restriction. So you can um, get stuff like that you learn in other places, or you think is good, and add that in there as well, right? And the final reason I think it's really good is because, oh no, it's, there's an, and two more reasons quickly, is one of them is that it's you get a lot of fitness out of it. Um, and fitness is, regardless of what anyone says, is a big part of self-defense. That's why in a uh, survival fitness plan, self you have a lot of fitness as well. Like you incorporate fitness into it. That's why you don't just learn self-defense. You learn all these other things for fitness too, right? And then uh, even in like you do uh, fitness training as part of your self-defense. And then also it is um, not too damaging, right? You can choke someone out and you can technically, you break their arm, right? Doing, you know how, but it's not all out, all in all the all end all of it right like technically it's just punching and kicking and then some wrestling and submission moves right and you can stop and um i know in in survival fitness plan self-defense one of the main rules is to go as hard as possible until the guy is down and out right but you got to think about your freedom as well that's self-defense like going as hard as possible blitzkrieg Krav Maga is kind of like, just go really hard and like damage him as much as possible. That's in life and death situations, but in a lot of self-defense situations, you're just at the pub, right, or whatever, and you get into a fight, you don't want to go too hard, you want to stop before you damage the person too much, because you don't want to go to jail. Alright, so that's my pick, MMA, um, for those reasons. Sure, it's my, technically, maybe it's not the best, best, best self-defense for martial art, but as far as being able to train, being fit, like a bill, uh, not being able to train, but um, access access to training, to professional training, um, getting fitness as well, and having like highly effective techniques, MMA is MMA is pretty good, and it's very adaptable. Okay, um, so there you go. If you want to learn um, some things, do you can include in your mixed martial arts training, or if you just want to learn highly effective self defense, check out the self defense handbook www.survivalfitnessplan.com for self dash defense dash handbook. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. This is part, by far the longest episode I've done. I think <laughs> ten minutes and a half. Wow. If you enjoyed this episode and found it useful, remember to like it and comment. Also, don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications so you never miss out on our future uploads. Thanks for tuning in and see you again soon in the next episode.